You're listening to the Ultimate Road Trip Podcast. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that the five elements of the Ultimate Road Trip are pretty simple. What's the car, the make, the model and the colour? All self-explanatory. Question two is why that car? For some, it's a favourite past model. Derek Bell chose his old Ferrari 275 GTB4, which he owned after racing for the team. For others, it's something to take the family on holiday in. Drift racing star Mike Widette chose a Mazda Parkway minibus that's certainly practical, but it's also powered by a 13B rotary engine, which can also be found in Mike's race cars. And others choose something which they've had a hand in its development. Tiff Nidell chose a McLaren F1. Keanu Reeves chose an Arch motorcycle, which just happens to be built by his own company. Question three, what's the destination? Well, they've been varied. New York to San Francisco, across New Zealand. The roads of the north coast to Scotland have all been picked. Who's the passenger? Question four. Well, it's generally a partner or a family member. And then there's been lots of great tunes chosen from bands, including Rolling Stones, The Who, The Killers and Oasis. Of course, each industry, each element of the ultimate road trip has had a very difficult time of it over the past few months. The car industry, along with all forms of motorsports and motoring events, have been affected in one way or another. Formula One, of course, still reeling this season. The first two Grand Prix have been cancelled. Music has helped many people cope with the various lockdowns, but of course live music has been slashed. And the travel and hospitality industries have seen crisis management on an unprecedented scale. British chef Tom Kerridge was on the podcast just before Christmas and he told me how his businesses have been coping. And this week's guest is another acclaimed chef who's had a difficult year. It's James Martin, and he was at Goodwood Speed Week in October. He wasn't there to race, he was there to support a unique event that Goodwood had put on behind closed doors. But with a motorsport world first, a live broadcast set up to allow fans to watch all the aspects of the meeting from home. James's career has been impressive. Head chef at 21, various restaurants, cookery schools, cookery books, and of course his numerous TV shows and series which has all given him the wherewithal to build up a very impressive collection of cars. Over 40 models, including his first car, a Mercedes 300 SL Gullwing from 1955, a number of Ferraris, including a Daytona, a couple of classic Mini Coopers, including an S from 1963, along with XF1 cars and rally cars, a recent purchase being an ex-column Recre Subaru. Before I asked him about the road trip, he briefly talks about the beleaguered restaurant industry and how he thought the next few months were shaping up. And listening to him back in October, his prediction then seems sadly to be about right. And back to the road trip. Now, in the past, James has brought many of his cars to Goodwood events. As you'll hear, he's only missed one revival meeting since it started. He made a great choice for the trip, a wonderful car with a Goodwood connection, a special destination and a classic tune. Now joined by James Martin on this uh, special Ultimate Road Trip podcast at Goodwood Speed Week. You're a big fan of this part of West Sussex and isn't it amazing that we're here after the year it's been racing at Goodwood at Speed Week? Yeah, it's fantastic. I've, I've missed uh, I missed the first one um, and I've been to every single one since then. But it's uh, yeah very special and yeah, kind of surreal really, but... Um, it's great to see everybody out, uh, the cars out and doing the thing that they were designed to do. No crowds, as you were saying, it is surreal, but hopefully we'll be back to uh, back to normal next year. But the Duke of Richmond, he's really pulled out the stops, hasn't he, to, to get everybody here and get it out to the fans watching uh, as we speak. 
Exactly. I mean, everybody knows that motorsport and, and seeing the popularity of F1 and, and, and everything really coming back to the circuits and stuff. And, and this is always a highlight in everybody's calendar. It's just a shame that people can't come to it. Um, but they get the benefit of sitting watching at home uh, without the traffic jams. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Now, we, we're used to seeing you race here, especially in your Mini. I've seen you here as well at the Revival. Are you racing or are you just spectating today? No, I've got a few cars that, that we contemplated on it, but uh, I, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen in my world. You know, the hospitality industry well, yeah. is, you know, you think racing's hard enough, you want to try doing my job. How has it been this year for you? We hear a lot about the hospitality industry taking a massive hit. I know people in the industry. Yourself? Uh, it's, it's, it's difficult one because the reason why we're all uh, not happy is that, you know, it's, it's, it's quite straightforward with stadiums and stuff like that. Once you're shut, you're shut. Um, whereas us, it's they're not knowing. Can we open? Yes, we're open, but we, we, there's so many restrictions on it. Then there isn't restrictions, and it's it's so difficult anyway. Um, let alone trying to deal with all this sort of stuff as well. Um, but you know, touch wood, we're we're continuing going. Uh, the most important bit is, is is looking after the team and and having a team at the end of all this. But um, there is going to be severe, severe casualties, and and like there is many, but. Uh, the hospitality do seem to be getting a bit of a kicking at the moment. Yeah, because Christmas could have been a saving grace in a way, but now it looks like going into more lockdown. And so it's going to be early next year, isn't it, before we kind of start to come out? I think, I think it's going to be probably later than that. I think it's probably this time next year, to be honest with you. I think the reality is we're planning for, you know, certainly 2022. Right. Sounds ridiculous um, that you can run an entire restaurant and hotel all next year and <laughs> in the situation that we're in. But... You know, I said to the team, as long as as long as we we're, we're head above water and at the end of all this, and we've got a team and they're all employed, that's the most important thing. Um, but you know, like I said, there are going to be some severe casualties along the way, and uh, you know, it's 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 just a situation that everybody's in and where everybody's got to deal with. Isn't it? It's all about adapting, isn't it? Like they've done here at Speed Week. I mean, hopefully the crowds will be back next year. But as Sir Jackie said to me earlier, maybe it'll set a bit of a precedent for more of this kind of event you know as well as the revival and, and and the festival of speed yeah it's quite an unusual mix you know you walk around the corner here and you've got you know nascars together with the all sort of yeah. stuff really and it's you know i was going to bring a few cars here and you know parts of me kicking myself now should i or shouldn't i but uh it's quite nice to have a just a wander around and you know like i said support a couple of people while you're here um but you know it, it's it, it is a it's, it's such an eclectic mix of cars here that's that's the surreal it's, thing it's you know unique. it's the first time it's been done it? it's the first time i don't think it'll, you know it, it's such a unique thing you, you walk around the corner there's ex le mans modern le mans ca cars to well there's old classic cars it's it, it, rally on the, on the on the on the circuit seeing rally cars i know that's what circuit. i was going to bring I, i've got yeah, a couple of course, of, I've, I've got a couple of couple of rally cars yeah. four or five rally cars now but um i did get asked to bring a few of mine but that yeah it's uh it's one of those things. That I, it's good to come here and have a look and, and, and not have to worry about driving. I was going to say, if I could see behind your mask, you'd have a big smile on your face. I don't know that much. So. Five questions. You're also on a road trip. What car would you take as question one? Uh, I've got a 275, Ferrari 275. I would take that. It's one, it's one of my favourite favorite cars that I own. And, and um, yeah, it'll never be for sale, that car. It's, uh, Why particularly that car for a road trip? I mean, it's obviously beautiful. Actually, funny enough, I actually tried to buy it here about sort of 18 years ago. Uh, it was on a stand, missed it, sold to a German guy and, and got the chance to buy it 15 years ago. And um, it's a very, very special thing and puts a smile in your face in before you turn the key. Where are you going on your ultimate road trip? Uh, other people would go all over the place. I would go to Wales. There's a, there's a beautiful restaurant called Inesia. Uh, a chef mate of mine called Gareth Ward I think has got one of the best 
restaurants in Britain uh, and, and the whole of the UK and um, I would probably go and, and, and see him to be honest and that through the centre of Wales it's a spectacular drive through, through, oh, through Snowdonia past Abergavenny and keep going yeah, and, um, yeah. uh, who are you taking with you uh, I suppose but if I didn't have my partner they should yeah go a bit crazy but yeah and the final question is one tune if you could think of a track I'm a big fan of the Stones, so you know, "Give Me Shelter" by the Rolling Stones would be my sort of thing. Not that you can hear much in the 275 anyway, but um, I was going to say singing along. But I might need to put a modern radio in it or a head headset or something like that. You can't you can't hear much in the damn thing. That sounds a perfect ultimate road trip, James Martin. Thanks very much. It's a pleasure.